Raimondi grew up in Brentwood, and at the young age of 18, while still in high school, he decided to run for the mayor of Brentwood. Not only did he run a successful campaign with the help of friends and family and strangers, he made national news. As a result of his campaign, he successfully garnered 12% of the vote, 23 endorsements, and proved that he was a credible contender for, for this position through a series of debates and open forums. He will share with us today why he decided to run, what he learned along the way, and what his future plans are. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hi, Ryan. Hi, how are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. Welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to chat with us today. No worries. I'm happy to be here. Great, great. Well, I just have a few questions for you. Uh, 110 Magazine was thrilled to showcase you in this uh, March issue of the magazine, where we had a nice article that we did. And it was fun for me to learn and, and read more in depth about you because I live in Brentwood. And of course, I remember as you ran for mayor, I, I witnessed that whole process happened from you know the outside looking in my perspective and there's so many things that i did not realize but there were so many things that i was impressed with so we wanted to really highlight the youth in this issue and you are really one of those youth in the community doing great things so um tell everyone why it is what it was that made you decide to run for mayor Sure. So uh, very, very early on, um, kind of something that I'm grateful for in my 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 high school career and, and just being young is I found my passion very early on, which is not what a lot of people can say. Um, and that was a passion to serve people and specifically in, in um, sort of a political realm or a, a community oriented realm. Um, you know, it, it sort of runs my family in a lot of ways. My mom's a nurse, my dad, um, a pastor by trade, and, um, you know, my sister's a teacher. There's there's sort of these different aspects where all of us are kind of helping people, and I sort of found my avenue to, to do that um, in my own way. Um, and, uh, you know, it started in middle school. I, I wrote a letter to the superintendent um, asking for a, for a track for all the middle school sort of, sort of outlandish idea. Um, but it did kind of where it started was, um, just want to be able to serve the people around me and help the people around me and uh, kind of springboard from there. I ended up getting involved in the Youth Commission, the City of Brentwood Youth Commission, where which is where I, I sort of um, began to be more exposed to city politics, local politics. Um, and then I got involved in a program called Youth in Government. Um, uh, YMCA hosts this program. It's called Model Legislator and Court. And uh, they take kids from all across the state of California and uh, bring them together. And they talk, they they write bills, they author bills, and, and um, debate them on the, the actual assembly and senate floors in Sacramento. Um, and so all those kind of little things sort of led up to the point where I knew I was very passionate about my community, very passionate about politics, um, and. Uh, 
being in Brentwood my whole life, I realized I've seen the same people for the last 10 years um, or more. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, and I mean, in some cases, my entire life, you know, the same people being up there. And so I guess my perspective was why, why not something new? Um, and that, that's, that's essentially what, what um, inspired me. Great, great. Well, that's interesting. So it start, it really did start at a young age. Good for you. And tell me how you pulled it off. Like what, how did this all happen? I mean, as far as who helped you and how did you put the plan together and how did you, how did your campaign actually run? Sure. Um, there's a lot of heavy lifting that I, that I started pretty much by myself in, um, in February, um, I started reading um, a lot. So there's a 266-page manual uh, for the state of California for, for local candidates. Um, specifically, campaign finance is very um, tricky and but extremely important thing to manage um, and navigate. And that's something that I started with first, understanding exactly how to do campaign finance and, and exactly what kind of forms I need to run for office. Um, uh, you know, I recruited. You know, my closest friends were also politically active and, and very excited to do something like this, who who could read, you know, who could read some some forms and, and start to, you know, do little things in the community to help me or just help me get started. Um, and so I, I sat down with the clerk, the city of Brentwood clerk. Um, she gave me a, you know, a, a big binder with lots of more information, more forms. Um, and so there's a lot of these, these little things. And that's why I started. Um, what a lot of people might not notice is I started my campaign before pretty much everyone else. I started in April um, because, one, I knew the challenges of being young, needing to get some legitimacy and, and get my name out first, and two, being there was a lot of work to do. Um, I, you know, I started to, to try to establish a bank account and campaign, um, you know, be qualified as a, as a political committee in the state of California in February and that didn't really get done until the end of April. So, uh, and so really the, the, the organization started early understanding that the nitty gritty details that people don't really understand. It's not really just putting up signs and trying to go talk. Um, there's a lot of, um, uh, administrative sort of work that you have to do. And that, that's, that's where it all started. Um, and then once that was done, then we could get to the other stuff and, and actually start to, to run the campaign and that, that worked a little differently. Um, where I could I could have young people running the part of social media, getting out on the streets, um, holding signs, putting up signs, that kind of thing, and then and then I could have this sort of other team of of mentors um, that help me more with policy and and um, speaking well and uh, you know how to create this image that 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 you know some experienced people um, could help me. Do that, and so that was that was sort of the two the two prong approach we have, you know, I had to, to running the campaign, um, and so yeah, is there anything? Great, great, okay, great information. I do want to. I'm gonna. I want to tap on uh, some things that you said, and and more about your campaign a little bit when it comes to mentors. But before that, I wanted to ask you, parents. How did your parents feel when you decide made this decision, and what was their reaction when you told them? Um, my <laughs> my parents were never uh, they weren't really surprised. Um, 
they were they were more worried that I was going to get so involved in this that I might go away from other stuff. They knew I would do it, um, and I think they were worried because they knew I was going to do it in such a large scale that that I would I might I might um, end up ignoring college applications stuff like that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> my parents were were kind of hesitant at first, but extremely supportive. I mean, they they knew they they always they've supported me in everything I do. Um, and they, they helped me through everything, you know, they were out there holding signs and wearing shirts and, and, um, in that capacity, um, they were never directly involved in the politics or anything like that, but they were, they were, they were there behind me, helping me, um, you know, just, just being supportive and, you know, what parents, what parents should be doing. Well, that is wonderful. They sound like great parents. I'm sure they were, you know, sounds like knowing you, they were surprised, but probably not surprised. And <laughs> for me, looking from the outside in, um, I, you know, I don't know, I, for some reason, I felt like when I saw that you were running um, and I didn't know much about you, my first thought was, oh, you know, this must be something that his parents are, you know, kind of, <laughs> wanting him to do or I don't know pushing him I was I had no idea because you just don't see this every day and I no, like I you I appreciate that you did see we had this you know we had the same mayor for a long long time and um he was ready to retire and there were so there are always things within a community that we can all um look at and think wow you know we maybe um i could do a better job or maybe we could try to come up with some new ideas and foster um uh some uh you know just uh new creativity into the area what is it that you really um are there's any specific changes you wanted to see or what was what was it you if you had won what was it that you you wanted to accomplish sure one of the one of my greater passions in in reading and just in in, in academic in general is, is economics um and the city of brentwood has severely lacked in in economic growth in the last several years um in terms of business the city was sort of founded on um development so most of your revenue a large portion of the revenue is developer fees um you know, that's slowly decreased over the last few years because there's less space to build. Um, but in the last 20 years, that has been a major portion of what you see in Brentwood, why it's grown so fast and and why it's grown well. It, it, the city's been planned extremely well. That's something I, I got the opportunity to do was sort of understand the history of how the city was planned. Um, and, you know, our, our sort of founders, as you could call them, in before 2000, the city was less than 5,000 people. So. Um, you know, now it's at 67,000. So you, that, that sort of gives you perspective on, on how the city was planned and built. And, uh, I got to, I, got, I learned tons about that. Um, and so, you know, getting back to, to, to the question though, is, you know, I saw a need where the city is sort of in a transitioning period where development is not necessarily at the forefront anymore. Um, and business is. And so what you have is the need to attract long-term revenue where the city is no longer a commuter town. Um, the, before pre-COVID, um, Brentwood was, you know, 80% of their residents were out of town Monday through Friday, nine to five, um, because that's just the nature of our town where 
people wanted to live in a more affordable area but work in places like Silicon Valley, San Francisco. So, um, but Brentwood needs to become slowly over time um, the place where people live here and they work here as well um, because it's not necessarily when you bring a corporation, uh, you know, a larger corporation of Brentwood, it's not necessarily that they're generating revenue. They will generate property tax, um, which is in a considerable amount, and they will they will they will generate in that capacity. But the importance of having corporations is that the people that work here stay here, and we also attract outside uh, people from cities, people from other cities, and then they spend their money here on lunch. Um, you know, they shop here. That kind of thing is what's important, um, and that's the need that I saw. And the need I wanted it to implement, and then, you know, with that sort of growth is how you solve other issues like the fire emergency problem, um, which thankfully is being addressed uh, with the passage the passage of Measure X um, at the county level. But um, that's what I saw sort of yeah. need, and, and I think there there are quite a few other people in the city that that agree with that. Wonderful. Well, I became impressed with you over time during your campaign, and I'll tell you why. I saw you at the farmer's market talking to people. For a young men, gentleman, you carried yourself really well, um, uh, you know, pre-COVID, shaking hands, looking people in the eye, addressing questions, very open. You were in the um, the, the one debate that I watched. Was it a debate? Um, you could call it really, that. <laughs> yeah, not, but it was a forum. Forum, where, yeah. you know, you asked questions, we were able to ask questions for all the candidates that were there at the forum at the time. And you really held your own because you have done so much work and re research. You you really did your homework and you, you're very well spoken. So you talked a little bit about your mentors and, and you went and, and you had mentors. Tell us who your mentors were, who was your favorite mentor and why? <laughs> sure. So my mentors really came along uh, later in the game, to be honest. So I, I started in February. I didn't really start start to have a team of mentors until um, probably August. Uh, that's when we started to gain traction in the campaign and people wanted to get more involved. Um, and so my ideas had already been established and then I could sort of, uh, you know, these people could, could kind of help me along in, in, in the in the last stretch where it was it was pretty important. Um, and so I had I had um, I had a team of mentors. Uh, there was uh, one of the one of the first ones is uh, John Elam. Um, he is a former city manager in the city of Brentwood um, back in in uh, 1998, I believe. Um, he also was a, a city manager in, in Minnesota for a long time for three different cities um, at the same time, and um, uh, he also uh, graduated from Harvard. and He's really had this incredible career, um, but he's he's retired now. Um, but he can't really stay out of the political game. Um, <laughs> uh, and I was introduced to him, and and we got to we got to talking, and, and he was he was excited about the kind of young um, excitement that I brought, and, and he helped me along. Uh, just in, just an incredible help, and a, and a wealth of knowledge on the beginnings of Brentwood, um, and the and the feasibility of some of the ideas that could be implemented now. Um, and he's still, he's still extremely involved um, behind the scenes that people don't, don't realize. And, and so just very helpful um, um, on that, that sort of policy side where I could bounce ideas off of him and, and he could, he could explain, you know, Oh, we might've done something similar in the past kind of thing. So um, he was one. Uh, the second one is, is, is Rob Heiser. 
Um, he's a Brentwood resident, a, a new, a newly Brentwood res resident in the last six years, um, which is sort of a, a new demographic in in Brentwood that I, part of the voter base that I wanted to attack was new Brentwood residents that have been moving here. Um, you sort of have this old Brentwood, new Brentwood dynamic yeah. here, um, and that was that was nice to have someone from that that angle. Um, and he he contacted me. He reached out to me and um, just was just wanted to meet. Uh, just curious to know more about me, similar to you now. Um, and we ended up talking for an hour and a half the first time we spoke, and then we just we kept talking. Um, he's a um, he's been a sales executive for a long time, um, done lots of sales pitches and and lots of lots of those kinds of things. And so um, he knows how to do presentations, how to how to uh, uh, how to address people. And so when I did those forum debates, when I did um, different public speaking events, uh, he, he prepped me in a lot of ways. And so we would go over different ideas and make sure that uh, I was well prepared for those kind of things. And, and that was that was extremely helpful. So oh, awesome. Uh, but I would I would say that those are the two main mentors. Great. Okay. Well, I, overall, I mean, you you ran a great race. You unfortunately didn't win, but maybe that's you know for for your future with what time it is timing wise. I'm sure you're off to new endeavors. Um, what would you say was the biggest lesson you learned in this whole experience? I would say um, I would say the, the biggest lesson I guess is is being young doesn't um, doesn't uh, I would say being young doesn't put you behind. While I while I did lose, and I think my my age was a was a, a big part of that. It didn't mean that I couldn't compete. If that made sense, I was I was at the same level as, as the other candidates. Um, I you know I beat three other candidates who were much older than me, and so um, you know and 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 uh, you know I w I was acknowledged. You know I, I I spoke to some of the you know some of the opponents that that. That, that did beat me or the ones that were ahead and and um, you know they were impressed they they, they respected what I did um, and um, and I'm you know I'm glad how the, the the results turned out you know I respect the election and so um, but uh, you know I, I, I could compete you know I was I was 18 but well, I'm still 18 but uh, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that um, doesn't mean you're not you're not capable of being in the same race, and I think a lot of times young people are discouraged from doing things they doing things they love, or they they see something. Oh, oh I'll do that when when I'm adult, or uh, oh, I'll do that when I get a little bit older, or when I have when I have all the experience I need. And I think a lot of the times you don't need all the experience you need. Um, something that I quoted quite frequently during the campaign was um, from a, a a playwright uh, in the 19th century who said. Ex Men are wise in proportion. Men are men are not wise in proportion to their experience, but in their capacity for experience. And, nice. and yeah, it's a good quote. <laughs> and yeah. so it's this kind of idea that that just the, the 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 obsession or the 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 need for experience, the need for learning and knowledge, is what's going to put you ahead or or what can put you in the race. And um, while I lost, I knew I was, I knew I was running. I wasn't sitting on the sidelines, and so that, that's kind of what I what I learned is I'm never going to let. Um, while I did have lots of people tell me I couldn't, 
I'm not going to let that that stop me from running. So I think that's Good. that's kind of the key thing. Good for you. You went for it. You ran a good race. You learned lessons along the way. You met these wonderful mentors and you didn't let age hold you back, which is phenomenal. And that's one of the reasons why we have you, we're interviewing you now. And we had you, your article in the magazine highlighting our youth, which is really important. Was there any, did you feel in any way there was an advantage for their, your youth at all? Did you find that, uncover that at all? Tell me. Sure. I had nothing to lose. There <laughs> you mean, go. I mean, Absolutely. it's sort of embarrassing to lose to an 18-year-old. So that's kind of the idea is uh, is um, I had nothing to lose. Uh, I mean, wow. if I could if I right. could compete or if I could if I could place above last, I had I had accomplished something, which is what I did. And so I think wow. in a lot of ways, my age was people were going to say I had, I had accomplished something even if I lost. And so I think it, which is which is pretty much what happened and so being young is you know you don't have a voting record you don't have uh, you don't really have a lot of uh, things people can criticize yet um, and that that's absolutely <laughs> advantage because you're sort of in a seat where you can you can look at other people's voting records and and their their mistakes and say um, well I haven't made those yet <laughs> and so um, which which again you know you could you know once again, you know, saying, well, your lack of experience is obviously why you don't have those mistakes. But uh, regardless, being young side gives you that 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 advantage where there isn't much on you um, and you can you can use that to your advantage. Wonderful. Absolutely. So what is in store for you in the future? Sure. So um, I, I recently got accepted in the Naval Academy, um, the United States Naval Academy, uh, which is a really exciting opportunity um and i'll be able to serve uh, my my country i was you know i wasn't i'm still serving my community but um this would just be another opportunity to kind of um fill my fill my need to serve people um, um that's more than likely where i'll end up i'm still uh still waiting on a few more college um admissions which will come out in uh, a week but then after that we'll you know we'll see but more than likely the Naval Academy is probably in my future. Wow, well, that's awesome. And so you're, I think you told me that you've already graduated early. So between now and the Naval Academy, what's, what are you gonna be doing? Sure, so um, since, since the beginning of, uh, or the end of January, um, I graduated early. I started some some junior college courses, and now um, I've been working at at Delsol, um, Delsol Energy, which is downtown. Um, and I've actually I've been working as an engineering assistant over there, doing some of their 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 solar their solar plans, um, which has been a really exciting opportunity and and just extremely valuable experience that I really couldn't get um, anywhere else. So uh, yeah, I'm really thankful for everyone at Delsol and Josh and and. Uh, and PJ over there for for bringing me on it's it's a, a great opportunity wow well that's wonderful well I just want to let everybody know that if they want to read more about your article we do have a nice in-depth article in the March issue that's 
hit the streets already that's out there that's also on our website you can pick it up anytime and thank you ryan so much and uh, i just wish you the best of luck i i know i don't have to i to me i just feel like i'm just going to be watching your career unfold it's almost like <laughs> you're one of brentwood's like coveted hometown you put us on the map for a minute there you you know you came you ran a good race we almost really made national news because you you kind could have won that election but um uh but you know it turned out the way it did probably for a reason and it looks like if the navy academy is is will be lucky enough to get you if that ends up being your final choice that will be amazing and um but you've done us very proud here in brentwood so thank you and good luck to you thank you i appreciate it bye everybody mm -hmm.